the ABCs of salvation, as we talked about in part one, we went through just the basic plan, the overall basic plan of salvation, because responding to the gospel thankfully has been made easy to us by God, because God made the first move, as we know in the gospel, and now all we have to do is accept his gift. And so this series isn't to make us think that receiving salvation or responding to the invitation is a complicated process. No, it's very simple, but it's important, I think, to regularly reflect on it, as we'll see in today's lesson, the importance of regularly being mindful and focusing and studying the basics of salvation. I think a lot of times as Christians, we're tempted to think we've graduated from the gospel and that we move on now to bigger and better things. But no, we need to continue to regularly reflect on the basics, whether we've responded to it already years ago or not. So I want to lay down a five-point thing of what we're going to talk about for the next couple episodes Each episode should be about one or two of the points, pending if we have time, of course. But I really want to dive into these points. Now, when you hear them in a second, it's pretty cut and dry. You'll understand which what each point really means in the response to the gospel, but I really want to dive into it because maybe there's more we can learn from it. So the five points and the steps of salvation are hearing the gospel, believing the gospel, repenting, confessing Jesus as Lord, and being baptized, which we've talked about before. And again, when you hear that, it's pretty cut and dry, right? I've pretty much explained it. But we're going to dive into each topic more because there's a lot more to it than you really think. Again, not saying that the salvation process is this long, drawn-out, confusing thing. No. A great example of this is when I became a Christian 10-plus years ago, my knowledge of the gospel was very slim compared to what I am now as I've had years of maturing in the faith and studying the Word and growing. But when I became a Christian, I knew that I needed to believe that God is real, Jesus is real, Jesus died on the cross, was buried and resurrected, and that if I believe what Jesus did on the cross and am baptized, I will be saved. And I knew some of the basic stories of the Bible, too, that you grow up with as a kid, maybe if you had that luxury like I did. I knew the Garden of Eden and Moses and Noah and all those biblical stories that uh, are absolutely true, but they're kind of like the highlights of the narrative pieces. So my knowledge was very slim. But that doesn't mean that I didn't properly respond to the gospel then. It means that my knowledge was slim. I responded because that's all I needed to do was have the faith and acceptance of the truth of the gospel, although my knowledge was slim. And then as a Christian, I continue to grow in knowledge, and now I probably put myself to shame looking back at the past of what the knowledge of the gospel I had then compared to now. And I don't mean that in a boastful way. What I'm trying to get at is simply put, the gospel is an easy message for us to comprehend and respond to. But it's also important to regularly reflect on it because we can continue to grow and knowledge and spirit and grow closer to God, though we don't have to be experts when we first accept, or really ever, it's a luxury and a blessing we get to continue to grow in knowledge and really relationship with the Lord. So in the five-step process that I mentioned earlier, step one was hearing the gospel. We're going to focus in on that topic today. As we see in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, a verse that I think is very neglected in Romans 10. A lot of people like to focus on Romans 10, verse 9 through 10, about confessing the Lord, believing in your heart, and being justified and saved, which is great, but it's important to reflect on uh, verse 17 of Romans 10 also, and it says, 
So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. As we see over and over again through the gospel and through the epistles, we're justified by faith. Well, how do we, how do we have faith and grow in faith? Well, we need to hear the word of Christ. That's why, as I mentioned earlier, you don't really graduate from the gospel when you become a Christian. It's important to regularly reflect on it, even the basics, such as how to respond to the gospel, because that's what gives us faith and helps us grow in our faith. A lot of times, like I mentioned in part one, a verse like Mark 16, 16 that says, Believe and be baptized and you will be saved. You might already believe and you might have already been baptized and you might think that verse has nothing for you now, but it's important to regularly reflect on it because the verse says, Believe and be baptized, and you will be saved. A verse like that, as a Christian, can help you have confidence and faith in your assurance of salvation and assurance that the gospel is sufficient for your sins today, tomorrow, forever, and that the gospel message still applies to you. And so it's important to reflect on these basics. I also want to look now at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. And it's a verse that many people quote all the time and even know by heart. It says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God. So we know that the works of Jesus Christ on the cross are sufficient for our sins, and we're justified by faith, through faith. And so it's important that we regularly hear the word of God so we can be justified through faith. Hearing gives us faith and grows our faith. Now, not just hearing alone gives faith. Many people hear the Word of God and reject it every day. So the Holy Spirit has to be moving in people, and they have to open their heart to the gospel. But faith is what ultimately leads us to accept the gospel. You can't just accept it without faith. There's no mindless process. It brings us to the subject of even, like, baptizing infants. Whatever your theology is behind that, People believe that if you baptize an infant, they'll be saved. But my question to you is, did that infant receive with faith? Did that infant respond with faith, understand the basics of the gospel, and receive it? Now again, there's different theologies in regards to that. I just wanted to make that point. We need to have faith. And so as Christians, it's important to regularly study the Word. And if you're somebody that's interested in preaching the gospel, well, your first step to reaching souls is sharing the word. They need to hear the word. Whatever your theological debate is or your scientific discoveries or whatever the cases that you use to promote the faith, that's great and I'm glad you contribute that to the body of Christ. But ultimately you still need to share the word of God to people because without that there's really you're not going to get anywhere. And then last, I want to focus now why it's important to hear the word. As we see in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, again, another basic message in the gospel plan, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Why is that important? Well, the verse says, if you repent and be baptized, you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Again, there's that powerful word, will. And you might say, well, what does that mean for me? Well, if you look at Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 through 14, it reads, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, There's the word again. You heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believe in him. You were sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. So when you hear the word, as uh, we've stated in Romans 10, verse 17, you have faith. But here it also says when you hear the word, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit. The promise of, uh, well, the guarantee, as we're going to see in verse 14 of Ephesians 1. The point I'm getting at is when you hear the God's word, You have faith, and when you have faith, you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, as said in Acts chapter 2, verse 38. But in verse 
14 of Ephesians 1, it says, Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory? So when you hear God's word, you have faith. When you have faith, you repent and you are baptized and you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. When you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, from hearing the gospel of our salvation and believing, when we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, Ephesians 1.14 says, it is the guarantee of our inheritance, which we acquire in uh, possession of it, until we acquire possession of it, to the praise of his glory. The point is, when you receive the Holy Spirit, it's your guarantee that you are saved and you will have the inheritance in heaven. It's your guarantee and seal until we acquire that inheritance and possession of reward in heaven. The point I'm getting at today is we need to hear the word of God in order to have faith. We need faith in order to be saved, and we need to be saved in order to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. When we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, it is God's seal over us until Judgment Day when we can acquire the inheritance and promises that the Lord has given us. So what does this lesson mean for somebody that's new to the faith today? You've heard the word, now is the time to respond to it with faith, no matter how little or great your knowledge of the gospel may be. Today is the day to respond. What is the gospel message? That we were all separated from God in sin, and so God, being loving, came down and paid the penalty for our sins. And not only did he pay the penalty for all of our sins, but he also lived a life perfectly, which we could never do. And because of that, he offers his perfect righteousness and life and forgiveness of sin to all those who will believe and be baptized, as Galatians 3.27 says, for as many of you have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ, meaning when you are baptized in faith in Jesus Christ, you put on his righteousness that he freely gives you. So he's paid the debt for our sins, and he freely gives us his perfect righteousness so we can have reconciliation with God and stand before him purified from sin and have eternal salvation. That's the gospel message you need to hear. And if you believe that, today's the day to accept it. If you're a Christian and you've already accepted that, what does this lesson have for you? Not only do you need to continue to hear the word to grow in faith, but also it is assurance, which we will talk about later in this series, assurance of salvation. You've heard the word of God. Yes. You have faith. Yes. You're justified and saved by your faith in Jesus Christ. Yes. You have received the Holy Spirit. Yes. The Holy Spirit is your guarantee and your seal of your inheritance yet to come. So my invitation to you is to share this message and to leave this message today with joy.